The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. A dozen seconds left now. Klingberg with a shot for the slot. Blocked by Goodrow. It comes out to center. Here's a race for the loose puck. Barkley Goodrow after it down the right wing. Shoots wide to the empty net. Three seconds left. And Lightning has struck twice. 363 days after the start of the 2019-2020 season, the Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup for the second time in their history. Well, it is hard to believe with with that. The NHL bubble has come to an end, as you just heard. The, the Cup, the Stanley Cup, awarded to the Tampa Bay Lightning last night, marking the first time the trophy has been awarded in Edmonton since the Oilers won it in the spring of 1988. With that, the players, staff, and coaches of both teams are headed home, if not already landed, marking more than two months inside either the Edmonton or Toronto NHL bubble, which proved incredibly effective at keeping the spring of COVID-19 at bay and lots of people and a lot of the announcers sending out kudos to those behind it all. The NHL accomplished this, right? Just a few months ago, we didn't know if the playoffs were going to happen. You didn't know if the season was going to be completed. They got two bubbles together. They made the decision to have them both in Canada. Yep. They got through the entire playoffs without a single positive COVID test in the bubble. And they crowned a Stanley Cup champion. That is, you know, there's so many people in the NHL, the players, the team staff, the league staff that deserve so much credit for getting to this point right now. Uh, you're, you're 100% correct. Yeah, and, and, and kudos to that. Hey, and you know what? And also, Brett, is, is kudos to the Canadian people because the reason that we got the bubbles in Canada and we've got it in Edmonton and, and not to take any, but because people social distance and they they, they did a nice, a great job of uh, being aware of that. So that's why it's in Edmonton. That's why it's in Canada. That's why the Stanley Cup is being handed out in Canada. So there's a whole slew of everything that you can credit. And the NHL, you're right. They did a fantastic job. Tim Shipton is the Senior Vice President of Communications with uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group. He joins us this afternoon. Hey, Tim, welcome back to the show. <laughs> hey, Jalen, thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness, it's done. Can you believe it? <laughs> I, I think I'm still, uh, I don't know, <laughs> still euphoric or maybe just overtired. But uh, it's interesting what 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 really has been a marathon uh also kind of feels like it was over in the blink of an eye it's been a it's been an interesting experience that it was a long haul but seeing the cup awarded last night uh you know it just felt like time went by quite quite quickly so um yeah we're happy it's done though I'll, I'll tell you that so when you take a look back over the past couple of months tim what go what goes through your mind about uh, what you saw about the highs i don't know where that well the lows maybe the the roof on 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 roger's place but what goes through your mind over the past couple of months oh that's a that's a that's a great question you know i really think this was uh you know a testament to uh, everybody coming together, you know, uh, g- going for this greater goal of completing the season and awarding the cup. And, and really there's no sort of, you know, one one person or a group that uh, led to the success more than another. It really was a team effort right from the start, going into training camp, you know, beginning detailed protocols, players, staff, right across the NHL, taking this serious, uh, working with local officials, Alberta Health here, 
in our province, the city of Edmonton, so many other partners, you know, our staff, NHL staff, there really was a commitment um, uh, to seeing this thing through to the end. And, uh, you know, it certainly was a long haul in particular. Um, you know, the first NHL staff led by Steve Mayer and his group arrived in Edmonton middle of summer, you know, July 14th. <laughs> <laughs> Their plane arrived and uh, they just uh, flew out this morning. You know, the first NHL team, the Dallas Stars, arrived in Edmonton on July 26th. And so it's just, a you know, a great commitment to getting this thing done and many, many hands uh, involved in its success. You know, um, the NHL reported yesterday that in the ninth week of return to play, no positive COVID-19 tests reported. Uh, there were no COVID-positive uh, cases uh, at all during all of this. Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health yesterday said um, the success was due in part because of advanced planning and really close collaboration between um, all of the groups and public health. Can you give us a little insight into that? What did, what did that look like when it came to saying, okay, this this is what we want to do and this is how we plan to meet everything and then this is how we're going to execute it uh, can you give us a little bit of you know maybe pull back the curtain a bit on that mm-hmm. well I tell you what our, our first meeting uh, when we were still uh, in the bid process uh, for the NHL hub took place with Alberta Health in April of this year and we have literally had hundreds if not thousands of interactions and meetings and conversations with Alberta Health, uh, with the NHL medical team, with infectious disease experts, uh, with the the, uh, tournament medical director, uh, with our (laughs) testing company, DynaLife. And so it didn't sort of just, um, you know, happen uh, happen overnight. It was a a long and and detailed process. I think at the end of the day, as I said, there there was a personal commitment to everyone involved to follow the rules, and you know, as something as simple as you know, people wearing masks, um, you know, in the bubble, uh, following the you know the protocols diligently, uh, the number of of tests that took place. Again, it was just such a, a monumental uh, effort put in. I, I think that's really what led to the success. And I know at the end of the day, I think the number was. Um, 34,000 yeah. COVID tests <laughs> administered, and that's not even, uh, you know, it's probably another 15 to 20,000 uh, COVID tests for uh, um, building staff and hotel workers and, and the like. So, you know, it, it just, a, a, again, a, a great effort to get to uh, the finish line. So it, looking back, I mean, if you had to say, you know, were, were there things that could have been done better, Tim, in anywhere, anywhere? <laughs> there's, there's a, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of things that we, we could have done better. Um, yeah, I don't know, you know, we're still, I was d- just in the building, you know, an hour ago, we've got loadout happening, you know, we're, we're starting to take down the set that you saw on so many yeah. games. Um, I guess reaching the ultimate goal of, you know, uh, watching Tampa hoist the cup, Jalen, probably one thing we could have done better is if it had been the Oilers hoisting the Stanley (laughs) Cup. So we got to set that goal as a benchmark uh, for next year. But but really, uh, you know, there's a lot of learnings that we're going to take from this. But I think we're just sort of in the 
let's get this thing wrapped mode right now. <laughs> yeah, so as you say, it takes, a, what, a couple of days after, you know, the game last night to dismantle everything, and I guess you'll probably sit down and we'll do a, a full report of some sort on on what went really well, maybe what didn't go a, as well. I'm curious to know if, if you had any feedback from, and I'm sure you did, from, from the players on on what they thought was, was good and maybe what they thought you know might be better if we ever have to do this again yeah well that's just it you know as we look forward to uh what next season might look like you know there's certainly been talk of a potentially modified bubble so all those key learnings are going to be important and of course we've got uh the next significant bubble coming to edmonton in in december for the uh, 2021 world juniors and so we're going to be putting that that key learnings uh uh, into action very soon as it relates to the players um you know you just think about again that the two teams that were on the ice last night in dallas and tampa and you know of course uh nhl players uh, uh very lucky to do the the job that they have but being away from your family for upwards mm-hmm. of two months many of these players have young children it's difficult right and so i think moving forward we really have to recognize some of the uh, some of the off ice things i think we did the the on ice uh, as well as possible but you know these players uh, you know their mental health their their physical well-being it's all bundled up and you know if there's any way that as as we move forward on this it better connect the players to their family that'd probably be top of the list one of the big ones, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to know if any other sporting organizations have have reached out, given how great of a job um, that um, that the NHL did, that Edmonton did on this front, to to see maybe if it can be used elsewhere. Have you had any calls or, or contacts like that? Yeah, we sure have. You know, we've heard from. Uh from other other professional sports leagues uh, across North America. We've heard, quite frankly, from other industries uh, in the economy um, just asking us, you know, how we did it. And uh, so I really think, you know, it's, we all hope that uh, this is a, you know, a once in a lifetime thing, but uh, as COVID, it seems like it's gonna be with us for a while the expertise that that we've been able to gain here in, in the province of Alberta and the city of Edmonton, I do think it's going to serve the province well in the interim and, and, and hopefully lead to, you know, other bubble opportunities and, and you know, some, some opportunities for the economy. Before I let you go, Tim, and I sure appreciate you making time for me this afternoon, uh, the mayor said yesterday, while it may not have led to a great boost in economic activity, that the city should be proud of the way it came across during the NHL postseason. I think there was a, a lot of folks obviously hoping that the Oilers would go much, much deeper and maybe have hoisted that cup last night, and that maybe would have had a different economic impact on our city given the way things shook down maybe that didn't um you know that didn't turn out uh that way but you know the way that edmonton was was displayed on on television and and across those markets that's got to feel real good as well oh it sure does you know uh to have you know uh these beautiful images of our city broadcast you know across canada across north america uh, every day, you know, to have journalists and and uh, 
you know, so many people, uh, you know, in the city talking about Edmonton. I think it, it, it you know, nothing but good for our city. And, and also, you know, there's a lot of businesses that, uh, you know, otherwise wouldn't have staff employed mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, wouldn't be working and, and generating uh, income. And so, you know, although it's, you know, not a total game changer for the economy, there's lots of companies we're really proud uh, that we've been able to, you know, put some dollars in their pocket and, and get contracts in a very difficult time. So net net, you know, I think it, uh, you know, it was a, it was a real, really significant success for our city. So Tim, after everything is dismantled, that uh, that set, everything that was set up for this, what happens next at at Rogers Place? Holy smokes! Uh, I think we're, we'll turn the lights out, have a good night's sleep tonight, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, uh, World Juniors is right around the corner, and so we've already begun. Uh, obviously, lots of conversations with. Hockey Canada and uh, International Ice Hockey Federation and you know we could be welcoming uh, um, you know Team Canada for training camp in early December for the World Juniors and and welcoming uh, the the team 10 teams participating uh, uh. in a very short amount of time so we're, we're, we're gonna get a little rest and then start gearing up for that. Yeah, it was amazing when I think of, oh, yeah, you know, Rogers is going to play host to the 2020 World Junior Championship. I'm like, ah, 2020 is a long way, or 2021 is still a long way away. And then I realize that it's October almost. My goodness, this year has just been unreal. Tim, thanks for making time for me today. Uh, you know, congratulations to the entire team uh, over there. And and thanks for, uh, you know, checking in with us and giving us updates on what's happening. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, thanks, Jane Lynn, anytime.